0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Arkansas in Court, your news update, and paging George Jetson on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend. Starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for July 1st, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. A tech industry trade group sued Arkansas on Thursday, challenging a new state law that requires parental permission from minors to create social media accounts. NetChoice, a group whose members include Facebook parent Meta, TikTok, and Twitter, filed a federal lawsuit over the measure signed by Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders in April. The law requires social media companies to contract with third-party vendors to perform age verification checks on new users. The requirement is set to go into effect on September 1st. The lawsuit argues that the new requirement violates the constitutional rights of users and singles-out types of speech that would be restricted. The fate of what could be the priciest merger in tech industry history is now in the hands of a federal judge who must decide whether to stop Microsoft from closing its deal to buy video game company Activision Blizzard. Federal antitrust enforcers have sued to block the $69 billion acquisition that they say will harm competition between Microsoft and gaming industry competitors such as Sony and Nintendo. And much of the decision could rest upon a single activision blockbuster franchise the first person shooter call of duty and whether microsoft could harm competition by controlling how it is distributed to gamers all of this for a shooter video game said u.s district judge jacqueline scott corey expressing a bit of exasperation about the nature of the dispute near the end of a five-day san francisco court hearing thursday we're concerned about the competition for this one-shooter video game. One of the world's oldest newspapers, the Vienna-based Wiener Zeitung, ended its daily print run Friday after more than three centuries. First published under the name Wiener Ischus Diarium, the paper set out to provide a sober account of the news without any oratory or poetic gloss when it was launched on August 8, 1703. 320 years, 12 presidents, 10 emperors, two republics, one newspaper, the print edition's final front page read. In its final daily print edition, the paper interviewed one of Austria's most famous exports, actor-turned-politician Arnold Schwarzenegger. It lamented that unlike Schwarzenegger's famous Terminator character, the newspaper won't be able to make the phrase, I'll be back, its motto for the future. High up in the mountains, amid pinyon pines and quaking aspen trees, the remaining remnants of the winter snow is dotted with hues of pinks, purples, and oranges. Hikers, campers, and church youth groups passing by, grasping it in their palms and liking it to flavored snow cones, flaming hot Cheetos, pink lemonade, dissolved blood, or if passerby conducted an art project uh, using red food coloring. It's almost like it's been sprinkled with Himalayan salt or even Kool-Aid powder. Jana Bro, a mother hiking with friends and family at Tony Grove Lake in Utah's Logan Canyon, said this week. But if you scrape it, you can see it's just on the surface. The Technicolor snow appears in high-altitude environments throughout the globe, including the French Alps and Japan's Mountain of Dua. When a perfect storm of conditions, water content, sunlight, temperatures, and the presence of nutrients awaken dormant green algae. More after this on Arbitrage News.
2: I'm Smokey Bear,
1: and I made an assistant to help
2: you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what, I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smoky, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire. Drown with water. Stir. Drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really?
3: I'll take the five bucks.
2: Learn more at SmokeyBear.com.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester this and council. This week's Arbitrage
1: blog includes Let Her Cry, Internet for All, and Where's George Jetson When You Need Him? All this and more in this week's Arbitrage blog, available now at ArbitrageTrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Royce Wells, for more. Royce, how's it going?
2: Oh, pretty good, Josh. How about you?
1: I'm doing okay Royce is off on assignment and uh, having a better time than any of us around here let's just put it that way Man. so, <laughs> so uh, this week Ari is also back and uh, she gave us an article Ooh, on definitely miss her yep yeah, gave us an article on um, on eye drops um it's interesting there's a large-scale recall on uh, on Eye drops right now. Uh, God, 10 this is gonna
2: bring me to tears.
1: Ten to, I, 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 I thought my title was was uh, punny enough. Um, hey, you never know. <laughs>
2: it was a tearjerker for sure.
1: Oh, come on, man! What? Come on, man! So these eye drops apparently um, four reported deaths, fourteen patients blinded and four who had to have their eyes removed. Ouch. Yeah. So these eye drops were contaminated with antibiotic resistant bacteria that apparently thrives in immunocompromised patients, meaning. Oh, man. A meaning, lot of
2: people like that after COVID.
1: Yeah. Anybody who had, anybody who had any kind of infection or anything like that, um, similar to staph infections, you know, it's, it's, found on a lot of surfaces and and is is generally pretty harm harmless but because um this has been introduced into their eyes uh it tends to take advantage of existing infections so uh wow. yeah kind of kind of a kind of a horrible thing there uh in case you're wondering Who discovered it
2: how did how did it uh has it made it to the u.s
1: well, un- unfortunately, here's the thing. Um it appears that there is uh there is a few eye drops that have been on a recall by the FDA. So yeah, it is it is here. Um oh, wow. okay. Artificial tears, lubricant eye drops and artificial eye ointment made by Global Pharma Healthcare. Um, it may be a good idea to avoid all products made by global pharma healthcare how did this happen well unsafe manufacturing practices in the company's plant in india uh, and it has been brought has been brought here unfortunately Um, there are a lot of large companies that do outsourcing to uh, to other companies that have different conditions different working conditions and different uh, manufacturing conditions that may be legal uh, may be illegal in the United States but are not illegal in these other countries yeah. different and
2: standards definitely can hurt
1: different standards different labor tax laws unfortunately uh, saves saves the manufacturer money
2: but could cause issues like this so. when all the people that work contacts, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see um, the supply and demand curve hit and all, everyone that's not global form of healthcare possibly take a, a little tick up, maybe.
1: Who Hopefully. Knows? Hopefully, we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on this, no pun intended, more after this.
2: I see what you did there.
3: Uh... Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind, like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed when you suddenly love
1: This week, we've got Caroline Hollis, our Director of Education, in the hot seat, and we are talking about honeybees. Caroline, honeybees are a way of life around here in the South. We see them all over the place, but this year, Uh, seems to be not so much.
0: Right. Um, Last week a report came out. uh, Two universities did a study together and they found that the bee population from these commercial beekeepers dropped by about 48% over the past year.
1: Right. They they said that um, beekeepers normally say that that a 21% loss of hive is expected, but there's a 12 year average right now of around 40%
0: right and so with beekeepers um they've had to do a lot of things to try to between the seasons um, encourage the population growth they've had to split their hives some of them have even had to buy new queens or new hives uh, just to try to keep their populations up with what it needs to be
1: well the queen fall or the the hive follows the queen that would make sense right um but what why are the why are the drop-offs what's going on here what's uh what's the Uh, What's the catalyst to to the drop-off?
0: There are several factors. Uh, Pesticides are one. And then also a more homogenous environment for the bees. They need a wide variety of flowers and things to pollinate to get the nectar. And so if you only have one type of thing, that can affect it. And also uh, climate change and global warming. There was a report out of, I believe it was Washington, D.C., where... Uh, They had some extremely warm temperatures in January, and so the bees started to come out from their hibernation. And then, because it's January in Washington, D.C., the temperatures plummeted again, and a lot of bees had a hard time recovering from that. So, several things can play into it.
1: Yeah, it was 80 degrees uh, this, this January. And, of course, that brings them out of their stasis as far as winter is concerned.
0: Yes, and so they, you know, the bees kind of thought, oh, yay, it's springtime. It feels nice, but it only lasted for a few days.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention there's a bacterial disease going on.
0: Yes, uh, the American fowl brood um, is the, the name of the disease, and it affects the young brood and... Um, the hive or in the colony, and when they die, they smell really bad. That's how it got the name, foul the American Brew. foul brood, um, and insects don't really have um the ability to create antibodies yeah. and so scientists didn't think they'd be able to do anything
1: you were telling me about this during lunch we yes were i was about, um the, the fact that they wouldn't benefit from a vaccine but they found out a way to get a vaccine to them
0: yes um they found in the lab that honeybees are able to produce some kind of primitive antibodies they have a a very light immune system Um, And so researchers were able to kind of like we get vaccines. They were able to take some of the dead virus and mix it with some food. And they gave it to the queen who was then able to pass that immunity on to her colony, which that's the first time that's ever been done um, with any type of insect.
1: Right. Right. Well, is there any way to, to encourage new bee growth?
0: Um, As just humans living in the environment we can try not to use pesticides and insecticides on your yard and in your garden try to have some uh, organic native wildflowers in your garden Um, if you see bees don't panic and try to hit them just try to be nice to them things like that
1: be nice to your bees more after this on arbitrage news
2: Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy.
3: Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe and is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link.
2: Okay. Smart.
0: Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
1: President Biden on Monday said high-speed internet is no longer a luxury, but an absolute necessity in the United States, saying that the United States, every household in the nation would have access uh, by 2030 to high-speed internet. So uh, interesting thing there, Royce, because that's $40 billion worth of infrastructure.
2: If uh, we shoulder the burden of it, yes. Yes. Is anyone voting on this? Is is he is he uh how how is this getting passed?
1: You know, apparently, um, it's just out in the ether here. Um, it looks like it's it's kind of a a re-election ploy. Um, you know, he is up for re-election. Maybe this is one of those things that that he is uh he's trying to get going, but uh, Congress has already approved uh something called the broadband equity access and deployment program along with several other internet expansion initiatives uh through the infrastructure bill that we had from covid uh i know in particular there's a rural internet expansion in that that has found small towns in arkansas
2: having better internet than most places here in memphis Hey, it can happen. My, my only concern with all of this currently is antivirus. So was, what happens to the McAfee's and the Norton's of the world? Will they be able to handle the huge influx or will that be also provided? Because if you also if you give everybody Internet, you got to have them pr- protected. Otherwise, you're going to have a whole lot of viruses uh, and malware and hacking and a whole lot of people who haven't been in touch with the Internet now exposed to things they never dreamed of
1: grandma's on pogo oh boy yep yep (laughs) yep had to deal with that a few times here's the thing though um and and people you know may not understand this but internationally we kind of lag behind in a lot of countries that have high-speed internet access countrywide um taiwan uh vietnam japan Uh, all these places have infrastructure in place that, uh, give their citizenry, uh, high speed internet at, at a a decent price, if not free. And the thing is, is that, is that, um, this is just basically keeping up with the Joneses almost, if you think about it.
2: Well, I could see that. The other thing is, well, not to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, if you're providing internet, if you're a company like Google, you just got access to a whole lot more data.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I see that as well. I mean, there is, um, there's a lot of implications here that I don't think have been, have been really thought about um, that being one of those. Um, but you know, it's nice to have, to have these download speeds and these upload speeds Uh, we do business and we have to have that, have to have that speed. Uh, but there is definitely a, who watches the watchers type thing going on here. With great speed
2: comes great responsibility.
1: (laughs) Don't you wish you'd have said that without 30 seconds left in the, in the segment. Oh no. I, I just use
2: speed force, go back and, uh, say it again.
1: There you go. So. There's at least 35,000 projects already funded or un- underway to lay cable. Uh, some of the $25 billion in initial funding is the American Rescue Plan,
2: and we'll keep an eye on this as well. Excellent. To infinity and beyond, sir. To infinity and beyond. Xfinity. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again, then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand.
0: Wait,
3: really?
2: I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
2: Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it.
3: The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad (laughs) jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: David Grantham is with us. David is our self-proclaimed Costco guru. David, welcome to the show.
3: Ah, I'm glad to be here um, self-proclaimed Costco guru uh, that makes me feel good and bad at the same time but uh yeah that means I'm just a Costco aholic apparently so uh, so Josh you got me on today and we're gonna talk about the uh, the Costco advantage and why it's the ultimate shopping destination you know Costco so I'm gonna I'm gonna couch the the whole Costco thing with if you're going to be a Costco member, you need to be ready to buy in bulk and store in bulk. So I'm going to have my little forewarning, but, uh, so we, we we'll listen out some of the things that were good about Costco and, you know, the high level stuff is they, you know, you get good deals. So you get incredible values and savings. Uh, they have good quality of meats and, you know, bakery and all that stuff. um, they have a good product range they carry high-end products um you know again like i said be ready to bulk buy <laughs> so because you have like a hundred you know a pack of a hundred of whatever and you're like if i ever going to use this big
1: freezer big yeah. uh, refrigerator and a storage building probably helps yeah
3: you probably need a storage building which you can buy there too uh, yeah. at discount um i'm sure if you buy two of them they'll give you a deal um but, yeah, they have a lot of other things that uh, people don't think about when they think about it. Costco. Um, one of the things is they have, like, a good travel agency and car buying program. So they can give you some really good deals depending on the time of year. Uh, but their travel agency is really good. Uh, apparently, people found, like, 20%, 30% better prices if you just go through them. Mm. Um I like the the tire and auto center too. They have pretty good deals on setup for tires.
0: Yeah, again,
3: it's it's a lot of just why do I need this? Until you need it. And right. then you <laughs> you realize You need it. You need it. Right. Um yeah, the one thing we didn't list in our article was the other thing I really like about Costco is their pharmacy. Um they yeah. have really good deals in their pharmacy, even like on uh Brand brand label, you know, just non-generic stuff. They give you like a 20% better price on pharmacy items. So,
1: you know, it, it's interesting because uh, these warehouse clubs popped up in the in the late 80s to early 90s with Sam's Club first, and then Costco, and then there's another one called uh, BJ's Warehouse Club, which I'm familiar with from the the northeast. And all of these have bulk buying deals and things like that that uh, they pass on the savings to you. Uh, anything from dollar hot dogs to vacations to urns. We talked about that in our multi-part series. You can go back in our in our uh, archives and listen to that. Uh, but it seems like Costco is is a good idea. We're not sponsored by them at all but we figured we'd, uh, we'd utilize David a little bit.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just like I said, the the warning up front, I'll say again, if you're going to be a big Costco shopper, be prepared to, to store it, to, you know, don't buy things that are going to go bad, uh, that you're not ready to eat right then. So it, like I said, it's a great deal if you're, if you're prepared and know what you're going into.
1: Yeah. Um, my mom and dad used to shop at Sam's all the time. And let me tell you, we had a lot of bulk stuff. Oh, boy. Thanks, David. <laughs> well, glad to be here. All right. More after this.
3: Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends?
2: I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that.
3: Hey, follow me. I want to show you something.
0: Look. Flowers do have
3: best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you.
1: Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning
3: when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world
2: so they become good, kind human beings.
3: That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
1: You know, Royce, when I was growing up, I watched the Jetsons a lot. We had those flying cars. And by the year 2000, I was promised my flying car. It has not happened.
2: Oh, there are flying cars. It's just not at, you know, consumer grade yet.
1: No, not at the consumer grade. And we're talking about, um, talking about taxis, uh, air taxis. Uh, we, we talked earlier this week about uh, how France is going to be uh, showcasing air taxis uh, to the public uh, during the 2024 Olympics. Uh, And now Joby Aviation, which is a U.S. company, um, had just got the green light from U.S. regulators to uh, go ahead and test their flying taxis coming off its production line. So uh, not only is this an interesting thing, it means that they can test multiple airframes at one time. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's not just a prototype. These are these are are uh, off the production line, uh, already made
2: taxis. Yeah, I know. Like when I was in Dubai, um, they had flying Ubers, taxis, which were helicopters that yep. could get you from rooftop to rooftop if you were so inclined.
1: Yeah, there 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 have been small helicopters around from like places like Robinson, Mosquito, uh, things like that that have been considered light aircraft. Uh, but this yeah. is something totally unique. It is a it's a vertical lift ha- aircraft for a short hop, uh, a totally new category of small electric powered air taxis.
2: Uh, back. So, so, would you need like a normal driver's license and an aviation license, or a commercial aviation license, or? So, given the fact
1: that it is it is still uh, it still needs FAA certification. Um, okay. the, the payload is like a small airplane. Uh, most likely it's pilot would have to have a, uh, a, a small airplane certification and considering that it is used commercially, uh, you would have to have a commercial, uh, pilot's license. So there's no autopilot yet. Not, not as of yet. No, they, they, uh, as far as I can tell the production units, uh, still require a pilot. Um, however, uh, this is something that uh, that could be
2: uh, could be automated. so yeah, I think I'd like that. Um, yeah. Wait, so um, just uh, just so I know, right yeah. if uh, me and my closest friends got in, how many friends could fit in there how much how much uh, can it carry? Can I carry exactly. like one person, two people?
1: about a thousand pounds. So you're looking at a four, four, maybe three passengers and a pilot. I don't know. Me and a lot of tacos might work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so three or four passengers, a pilot, um, take off vertically like a helicopter, not need very much space. It actually is a, it actually is a very, very doable airframe,
2: uh, and backed and backed by Toyota. Uh, oh, that's this, my next question. Who's, who's, has any of the big guys gotten involved? This, so this nice.
1: could, this could technically be a slam dunk. They're looking at tens of aircraft uh, to 2025 and then uh, building a new facility that could do hundreds a year. But Definitely. won't
2: that mess with the air industry like Delta or, or are they investing too?
1: Oh, they're, they're actually investing as well. So
2: nice. That is a slam dunk.